has been a protector of Wakanda for generations. Mantle passed from warrior to warrior. Hey guys. Hey. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Haven't seen you guys since. Oh, well, she hasn't since. seen you since. <laughs> episode two. This is what she meant. Well, um, welcome to episode four of To the Queue with Christine and Terrence, my fiance. You had to say it like you were French? Yes. That's where we met, French class. But that's. An Akakeet Maryland. <laughs> it's not the same. I'm French wherever I go. We should have met in Wakanda. So <laughs> this episode... Yeah. Wait, how are we presenting these episodes? That's something I'm curious about. Because this will all be a part of... Okay, this video will all be a part of episode four. Yes. But we know you miss these faces of sorts, maybe? No, not really. Um... I think people like our interaction or to see it every so often. So we're giving it to you. Yeah, sure. So, <laughs> so I don't know. This is, this you're is a little, public. You're a little, you're a <laughs> <laughs> um, so we will, we are experimenting with giving the episodes in 12 minute intervals. Um, giving you guys pieces, topics, topics only. We're going to be on topic. We're going to give you the topic. You can comment on that specific topic. Give us feedback on that specific topic. And you're going to see our reactions to those topics as you're listening to it. So these in 12 minutes, in 12 minutes. So these 12 minutes will also be pieced into together to be an episode for everyone to listen to in the podcast itself. Right. So the podcast will have all the 12 minutes if we do three topics, 36 minutes, four topics, 48 minutes, etc. And then on YouTube, we'll just do, you know. You'll get each individual topic, 12 minutes maximum yeah. per topic. A part one, part two, part three of episode four. So this introduction is taking up probably the best topic that we have to date, which other than the engagement yeah. and something else. My stuff. Forever. Black Panther. Black Panther last Friday. Um, that was kind of our. I don't know. We, can, was, we went Friday, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We went on Friday. That um, it came out on Thursday, but we went on Friday night. Mm -hmm. uh, got our tickets well in advance. Yeah, like months in advance. He was on it. The thumbnail of this video, you'll see what we had on for the um, the event. I think we had on a couple of no we took a couple of pictures with it but yeah. um yeah so this is a spoiler review as you know from the title of this video this is a spoiler review of black panther i feel like it should be called wakanda like i, I feel like people low-key forgot that the that name of the movie was black, black panther, panther. Mm. yeah like the movie part two could be called wakanda forever legit so anyway um you're a great storyteller. You want to tell the people who, for some Sorry. reason, don't know what Black Panther was about. Oh, okay. Well. In three minutes, go. <laughs> so, Black Panther 
I'm not even a, a comic book buff or anything like that. I could care less about Marvel, DC Comics, whatever else is out there. But I had to go see this movie. So, why did you have to go see it? Um, for the culture, and because it was a, a thirty-one. <laughs> yeah, that was a good answer. Spot like this. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, in our cups, we have... Um, nope. Three minutes, babe. Some libation. So, we've been starting. One is... She's the worst dry some. snitch ever. And this <laughs> sense is not even dry. There's a blue cup. Let them imagine two different that there's water in it, so. in it. All right. Anyway. I got water in both my cups. Um, so, yeah. Um, the movie... Um, well, one, it was... It's a black uh, director, Ryan Coogler... 31 years old from Oakland, California. And real black. Yeah. Um, Not Obama black. Don't do that, baby. Not Obama black. So, he didn't go to... Where'd he go? I don't know where he went. The know. movie, Black Panther, was... Um, so basically, the essence of the movie is... Or the start of the movie um, is that there's this place in Africa called Wakanda. And I might get the details wrong and all that kind of stuff, but... Um, St. Mary's College, <laughs> Berkeley, California. Real. I'm cutting into my time, babe. Cutting into my time. So, um, there was a meteor that hit Africa, and it deposited this mineral or I'd say this? embedded element, em embedded this element into um, the ground, into the essence, into the life of Africa, or into this place called Wakanda. Um, and the mineral was called vibranium. And so it's like this purple moving substance. Um, and it's in, into the life, <laughs> life stop, into the life source of, of Wakanda. And so there are five different tribes that come together to decide what they're going to do with this, um, this new rich resource right mm -hmm. um and so four of the tribes kind of decide um that they're going to use this element to um further technology and to build up the area and one tribe is kind of like nah they want to stick to the old ways um and they go off into the mountains they're like y'all do whatever y'all want whatever we're just going to do us so the uh nation of wakanda flourishes in plain sight so they're basically um very techni technologically advanced and they build up this nation and but to the outside world wakanda looks like a third world african country right um but like the technology like there's like a mass type thing that reveals the real city of Wakanda with all its spaceships and so Wakanda is a hidden city. Yes, it's hidden by choice. Yes, and why is it hidden? In order to preserve the vibranium, they don't want people to come and to see that they have vibranium and all the things that vibranium can do. Um, so they hide the city, hide the nation, um, so that. Outsiders will not come and try and... Outsiders. 
What are those outsiders' names? Colonizers. So, um, and we all know who the colonizers are historically. Um, nope. <laughs> Romans. Countrymen, let me hear your Alright. So, so um, yeah. So, basically, um, the protagonist of the movie is called Chala. Um, and he is now the new king of Wakanda because his father has died in a explosion in some embassy in America or something like that. Um, that happened in... She saw none of the other movies. It happened in what? Um, some Civil War. Some <laughs> oh, <laughs> Avengers. Oh, some, something. <laughs> it happened in some previous movie where Chala's father, who was the king of Wakanda... They were meeting there. Him and his son were there in the embassy. The embassy blew up. His father died from his injuries. <laughs> and now Chala is the new king, right? So he goes home to um, to claim his throne and the ceremony and all that kind of stuff. So he now becomes the new king of Wakanda, right? And as king of Wakanda... We legit lied to y'all about these 12 minutes. As king of Wakanda... <laughs> this could be part... As part two. As King of Wakanda, he now part. What? As King of Wakanda, he now um has the benefits of being uh the king, which is that he is now Black Panther. And so each monarch, if it's king or if it's queen or whoever. So not like what's the story about, babe? You're telling them like timeline i'm i'm telling them how we get to the title of the I movie let me finish but um, this so <laughs> the the power that comes with the throne or the perk that comes with the throne is that you are black panther right so there's a ceremony that be, that takes place or whatever and powers that are bestowed on you by drinking some flower or or something that has maybe some vibranium essence in it or something like that. And you become Black Panther. You be, you become, you are able to, your senses are heightened like a Black Panther. You can see well, you can jump high, you can, your sense of smell is great, all that kind of stuff. Somebody right? said he had those skills during some civil war that happened. <laughs> Go, keep going. So, um, some civil war. So, the other part of this movie takes place in uh, the U.S. No, no, no. Not the, not the timeline of it. What was this movie about? Come on, we got two more minutes on this video. We're going to do a part two, guys. If probably, you have something to say to the people, say to the people. Probably a part three and part four. So, this movie, uh, my lovely fiance has given a great, uh, what's the word Base foundation? Nope. <laughs> she's given a great um kind of an outsiders in a way but very christine review on the beginning of the movie but the movie is about an african prince who has become the king because his, his father, father has died, has died. And, and, explosion in the embassy and a different movie. they all are a part of a tribe that is um in a hidden part of Africa it's hidden for reasons that we all understand which is because um, it, it's rich in a substance that the earth has never seen before and from that substance they've developed technologies that the earth has never seen before 
So, um, the movie is about the end, the protagonist, which she mentioned already, and an antagonist who's played by Michael Clark, uh, oops, Michael, Michael B. B. Jordan, Jordan. who, um, is this is the cousin basically of the um the newly crowned king the newly crowned king right um and he grew up in america in oakland california he grew up in america in oakland california t'challa's father approached his brother right mm -hmm. and his brother looked like to me it looked like he was arming himself for some type of a revolution that was going to occur um but it could also look to some people that he was actually um just selling guns or buying guns or a part of some type of an arms deal what did you get from that yeah basically he was like a war dog um or one of the wakandan spies which were stationed in many places all over the the world. Right, they called those he was, war dogs. Yeah, war dogs. Right. And they were just sitting there kind of like, you know, gathering information about what was happening around the region um, and reporting back, you know, like spies do. Um, but this, but, you know, the prince's brother um, had taken vibranium out of Wakanda and was selling it on the black market to this guy named Claw. And um, Claw was making weapons out of it and doing mass destruction in the area, whatever. But, you know, like a Black Panther of the 1960s. Um, Black Panther technically came out before the Black Panther Party. Just so you know. By a couple months. In 1966. But um, he was arming the black people in the neighborhood with these guns mm -hmm. to protect themselves, right? So was he keeping, do you think he was keeping a diary or a log of some sort? Yeah, he did have a log. Obviously, he had to report back, but he also was telling his son, who was American-born, um, that about Wakanda, and his son, Killmonger, who turns, up to, to, turns out to be Killmonger, the antagonist in this story, he never really believed his father. He thought it was fairy tales. Yeah, we, we're royalty. We come from Wakanda, this place in Africa, vibranium. Okay, dad, sure. Um, but when one day he comes home to find his, he's playing out in the yard and comes and finds <laughs> his dad. The yard. <laughs> <laughs> finds his dad dead with a claw imprint in his chest. So basically, the fa I mean, I don't know how much of the story we want to give away, but um, the father in self-defense of one of his spies, so he had a double agent of sorts. Right, who was there with uh, Killmonger's father, the spy. So we want to say who he was. Yeah, he was... Leave some mystery. Yeah, he was the co-spy who was there, um, stationed in Oakland, and told on... You know, the king's brother, like, yo, he's the one who took the vibranium out, you know? And he went to go, like, attack, like how could you tell on me? And the king stepped in and killed his own brother on behalf of that other person. Um, and so that's how it happened. But the king was like, all right, we out. 
So the king knew that the son was there, but we didn't. As you're watching the movie, you don't know that this kid in the on the basketball court is actually, is actually the nephew of the, the king. nephew of the king. Yeah, you don't know any of that, and you don't know that that kid grows up to be who he grows up to be, and you don't you don't see that storyline coming, and that's part of the great storytelling of um, of Ryan, the movie. Yeah, the movie of Ryan Coogler in this, and Ryan Coogler always finds ways to bring his ties back to Oakland because I want to say, didn't the story that um, Michael B. Jordan do uh, did with the kid? With the Fruitvale. Guy, Fruitvale. Wasn't that Oakland also? Um, I don't know. No. I don't know where Fruitvale Station was. Wow. <laughs> so, um, but we're very early in the movie of the um, timeline of the movie. So basically, um, I think the movie catches up back to where we left off with Civil War right after that. Um, that was a flashback to 1992, which tells us kind of, you kind of know that it's going to come back to mean something in the story because it was, if you watched the Civil War, you didn't really need that flashback, but you do kind of need that flashback for this movie. So you knew something and somebody else involved in that scene would have something to do with the movie. And you also kind of knew that Michael B. Jordan was in there also. You find something? San Quentin. Uh, oh. San Quentin's a Oh, no, prison. no. That was the prison. Um, um, so they end up State. going from... Oh, Oakland, yeah. Oakland, mm -hmm. yeah. So Fruitvale Station also took place in Oakland. And Creed was in Philly, of course. But um, I think he just got used to... That was three movies with Michael B. Jordan. At that, mm -hmm. This is the third movie with him. Um, maybe more. But... Um, yeah, that flashback was solely to make ties to the antagonist of this movie being involved in the, um, what they call it, the MCU, the Marvel something universe. I, I don't, you guys. Marvel comic universe, maybe. Maybe. Um, <laughs> so um, that was their way to tie the antagonist into the storyline and to, for this movie to be a standalone movie because... They didn't go full, um, they did not go, f they kind of did in sort of a story, but they didn't really cover much of T'Challa in the storyline because the, 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 the history was more of the history of the Black Panther. And the Black right. Panther is, we didn't touch on that, the no. Black Panther is, is um, the king of Wakanda. Right. It's basically a perk that comes with bec with becoming the king of Wakanda. And a responsibility. And yes, it's your responsibility. Uh, Black Panther is um, what the name suggests. You become, when you drink this potion, um, created in the ceremony of your crowning, um, you have qualities or characteristics of a black panther where your your sense of sight is height, heightened uh your sense of smell uh ability to leap you know uh quickness cat like cat like abilities reflexes and, and all that like kind that. of stuff maybe um, i don't know if healing was a part of it no but that um technology. part of the technology of wakanda and the vibranium um in um um permeating every part of of their advancement in technology was uh, Shuri, who was Chala's sister, who was head of uh, the STEM uh, research at uh, in Wakanda. 
and she created a suit for him where the suit was bulletproof. Also, you're also immune to diseases, I think, uh, being Black Panther. So um, that was something that uh, those are attributes of Black Panther, of so being Black Panther. What I'm curious about, about the suit is um, the suit, who created the, the suits before all of them? Mm. I mean, Shuri, Black, Shuri, was Shuri alive? No, she was a she baby. She was alive long she enough to do it for, the, for had... the dad. She was a baby when her dad had. But not before, but the dad was like a part of it. No, her. I think I think the suit before Shuri was just an actual shoot, yeah, it was just suit, a suit like yeah. you put on. But with her... Like you just press, she created like this necklace. You just press it, and it just suit just kind of appears. Yeah, the bulletproof portion of the suit. How long? I don't know how long was that a part of the suit. How long was the suit bulletproof? Because she introduced yeah, it being kinetic and stuff like that. See, this yeah, is she a, this is she developed the she developed for. the um, the kinetic energy built into the suit where it. Um, every time it took an impact, the suit took an impact, it absorbed the impact. <laughs> and then he was able to re, re, re to release that same energy out in a punch and a whatever. Like Charlemagne says, come at me with that same energy that <laughs> you had. You never heard him say that? No, I don't. It's kinetic energy. Big listener. Mm. Um, but yeah, so... Um, the story, it takes Killmonger back, Killmonger ends up back in Wakanda and challenges the throne, basically. And you see the dynamics of the different tribes and their allegiances, um, play out because it's like, on one hand, you have this foreigner, right? Basically, Killmonger's a foreigner. He wasn't born in Wakanda, though he has Wakandan blood. Um, he wasn't born in Wakanda. He was trained in the ways of the colonizers, um, very well educated, um, very well militiaed. Um, however, um, he's a foreigner, um, coming in and trying to now take the throne because his uncle killed his dad and now he's out for blood. And the blood he wants is the king's blood, which is his cousin's blood, Chala's blood. So he's definitely, um, out to take the throne and challenges Chala in the normal uh, ritual combat in order to kind of vie for the throne. Right. So um, every time that a king is crowned, they give Wakanda an opportunity to challenge for the throne. So that is not just stuck in one family. Right. Each so of the five tribes... Uh, or each of the other four tribes have opportunity to challenge for the throne. Right. Throne. So they have a ceremony in which um, they basically fight for it. So you can either, it's either solved by, a winner is only determined by death or by submission, basically. Right. So, um, and that's that gets to my rating later, is because of that portion of the story adds to my rating and it probably is only rated that way because I haven't read the comics but from a movie standpoint it made it very predictable but anyway well cause you knew that <laughs> yeah, you knew you that Charlotte was gonna live like it you know so much you saw a prequel to the ultimate challenge in when the 
ceremony came for Chala to actually take the throne. His father died, so succession would say that he's the king, but other tribes had the right to challenge. The, um, you know, out of respect, you know, everybody wanted him to be king. Most people did. So the three out of the four tribes were like, you know, you got this, you got this. No, I refuse to challenge. But of course, the tribe who at the onslaught was like, I ain't with this technology thing. We're going to go live in the mountains. Of course, that guy comes to challenge. And Chala, you know, shows mercy. So by submission, you know, Chala becomes the king. And then now when Killmonger comes to challenge, you know. Oh, you spoiled it. <laughs> and now when um, um, Killmonger comes to, like, challenge, challenge, he's like, no, for real, I'm about to kill you. Um, in his spirit of revenge, um, he he does so in a way that makes him king. So I, so before before um before Eric um Killmonger got to Wakanda, there was a struggle between not not even a real struggle, but the the dude from Get Out, the um his main focus, his main concern was very right in front of him. His parents had been killed by a settler. A settler? Co colonizer. A colonizer. His his parents had been killed by a colonizer who came to Wakanda. And it kind of, it actually was the catalyst for this entire movie, really. Because that happened because of the king's brother. Right. The king's brother allowed um, the colonizer to, to come or to at least get a sample of the vibranium. And that made him be like, yo, yo, I need that. I need that in my life. I need to create these weapons. I need to like take over these different regions. Like I need to be in charge. And um, the King's brother like helped him do that. And ultimately that was a betrayal of Wakanda and led to his death. But um, so his brother kind of, I mean, um, the dude from Get Out kind of knew that. Um, but it was, the story kind of more circulated around that was his only concern in the movie. Right. So each tribe had their own objectives, but they were willing for the greater good of the whole of Wakanda mm -hmm. to to ignore their differences of opinions and be one and follow these rules that were in Wakanda. And they weren't far out rules. It was just that we help our own, we are for our own, mm -hmm. and we keep our own a secret, and we live our life here as what and it is. In peace and safety and uh, prosperity. We protect our borders. We we do our own thing kind of stuff. And right. That kind of had a little bit of a USA vibe to it, too. Definitely. It kind of riddled throughout the movie. But in a way, too, when Killmonger came, he brought the um, the person who... Um, uh, the colonizer. He killed the colonizer and brought his head basically back to Wakanda. Was like, look, I got him, y'all. Like, and people with immediate goals were like, oh yeah, this is what we've been after. We've been after this guy who taken out of our brainium and was doing wrong things. So that also has something to do with my rating. In the end, right. So like, so now it's like, all right, cool. How you know about? How you know that? Wakanda wanted this dude so bad. Claw. How did Killmonger know that Wakanda wanted Claw? Because so as a person who was from Wakanda, he has the lip thing like 
he knows his father was telling him as a kid, like, this is what Wakanda is all about. We have the vibranium. So we protect our own. This is that the key was going to be this dude's head? That, no. That no, be. his training. His training in ops. He was a great um, military man. He studied at MIT, I think. Yes, MIT. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was... He learned the ways of the colonizer to know that and saw that what Claw was after. He was after weapons of mass destruction. Um, and so he was like, all right. And he knew where he got the, the vibranium from, from Wakanda. His dad was the smuggler out of, you know, smuggled it out of the country. So he, all of these things put together, he was like, it, my end is to bring them the head. And that's why he betrayed, ended up betraying, he, Tried, he allied with Claw, um, and and then betrayed him and and brought him to Wakanda, and that was his end to be like, yo, here's the results y'all 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 are seeking. And so people took a second glance, like, hmm, okay, like we can get behind this guy, you know, because he kind of closed the circle, tied up the bow. But once he was in, now it was now revealing the fact that wait a second, and so people start the the elders were like, well, who are you, you know? And at this, hey auntie, yeah. <laughs> at this point, like you know, Chala knew what had happened. You know, he he found he knew that. His- Just imagine an American person who goes on to AfricanAncestors.com, Ancestry.com. And finds out their history and mm-hmm. know what tribe they come from going back to Africa mm-hmm. and knowing that they are directly related to a king of, or, or a chief something or somebody. Of some sort. And it's like, history, I'm going to run this village now. And I'm going to run this village. And now. all of its resources, all the richness, everything that makes this village this village, everything that y'all been doing for centuries, like, I'm here now. Like, I'm a, I'm a descendant and I'm coming home. I'm actually, I mean, many people after seeing this movie is very curious on the latter part of that, mm-hmm. which is not even to take over, but if you were to find out your ancestry and your tribe and you decided to go back to Africa to visit, mm-hmm. initially to visit, um, and you're going there to go back where your roots were and say, hey, my people came from here. I'm trying to figure out. I'm just trying to get a visual of my history and anything you guys may be able to teach me, blah, blah, blah. Warm reception or not a warm reception? I think it's in the spirit of which you come, right? So if you come back with, I want to learn my history, I want to learn like what we do here, whatever, of course I think you're going to be met with kind of like, well, you are a little bit of an outsider, but it's, if you're genuine, right? People, people can really suss out vibes, right? So if you're genuine, right? And, um, I think you would be welcomed. Um, but in this movie, you see that very, very quickly, um, you see that, Oh, very quickly, you see that um, Killmonger is not genuine. He's fueled by revenge, and he wants the throne of a place that he has no knowledge of besides what his father told him as a kid. Right. And besides what he knows of the journals that his father had, right? Right. So he knows nothing about 
um, the cultural. He knows nothing about how the different tribes operate. He knows nothing about um, the sacredness of the the different ceremony. Like he just has no sense of decorum when he comes in. He don't got no type of um, he has no brought up see really. So that means he don't know how to behave himself. That was the first time I heard it. <laughs> um, he oh, wasn't brought sense. up. Brought up. Steve. He wasn't brought up with the culture, with the people around him, and he's trying to come in and rule over them. Um, and uh, he must learn, in a way. Um, I think both Chala and Killmonger learn from each other, or eyes are open to each other and get an understanding of each other. I wish, you know, I wish things. Could have been turned different. Out better. <laughs> I think they would had they known each other sooner. Right. And I think the four... But that's... Four, I think that's saying a lot, too. It is saying a lot. Because it's, it's like... Because We're one... We're going to touch on it in Because a, in I think... Video. I think that Chala... Once he saw the error of his father's ways... Because, of course, you revere your ancestors. You seek, seek them for guidance and wisdom. Um... But once you see that what your ancestors have done is wrong, they left, you know, the king left his nephew there in America and was like, oh my gosh, I did something real bad. I'm running. Nobody got to know, you know. But once you see that your aunt, what was done in the past, the mistakes that were done, once you recognize them, you have to make amends. And you can't move forward and you have to, uh, until you do so and bring and you know correct what was wrong um so once he saw that he can kind of feel connected and have a better understanding of killmonger and his his need for revenge his and too now his search his his quest to kind of get to know what wakanda is all about outside of the fairy tales he heard about as a kid. Um, and then on Killmonger's end, coming in, now that he's gotten his revenge and is now on the throne, his method is to now do all that he knows. All that he knows is weaponry, military, using his smarts, using his... Nah, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to put guns in the hands of all of our people, all of our war dogs everywhere that's been sitting around silent, all of our people everywhere. This is what we're going to do. We're going to give them weapons to to uh, challenge their oppressors, to kill them, and we're going to run things. But he never learned the ways of Wakanda, of um, the sense of community and the sense of, well, he did have a sense of community because he felt for the people in the diaspora. But he didn't, um, he didn't see that there was better ways or other ways than just violence to achieve those same object objectives. And I wonder why that was his route. Um, we've run along on this video, but, um, so that was kind of our synopsis of the movie. In general, it wasn't a pure synopsis because we gave you a little bit of opinion in it, in it um, which is fine. That's what we want to give you. Y'all here for our opinions. Um, 
I do want to close this video out, this video, um, which is just basically what we thought of Black Panther, what Black Panther was about. Um, and we can touch on in later videos, we can touch on some of the synopsis, not synopsis, but some of the opinions that other people have had on Black Panther and some of the topics like um, just questions and theories from Black Panther, the different goals that the different people of Wakanda had. So that's T'Challa, Killmonger, and um, what's her? What's her Shuri, Shuri. The, sis the sister. Right. African versus African American. That was big in it. Vibranium being, um, was it melanin mm -hmm. that vibranium was a metaphor for? Or was vibranium a metaphor for all the rich um, resources, resources that are in Africa? Um, why your president calls it a shit town or shit country is because they want to diminish it so that they can go in. And everyone looked at Wakanda as a, what is it, a, third, a third world, world, a third country. world country. And that's exactly how they wanted it to be. That's that's exactly how they wanted it to be. And even after they came in fly as hell and, and looking like, I'm the Black Panther. Y'all know I'm the Black Panther. I came in here fly as hell with my scarf on and all black. <laughs> we came, y'all say we pulled up what we pulled up and everything like that. And y'all still like, I'm coming to you saying, we can help y'all now. Like, with all due respect, what did Wakanda have to offer us? Mm -hmm. Like that's the disrespect. The, the disrespect. <laughs> that, that's the disrespect that they constantly look at us for. Honestly, from that aspect, we can talk on that. Not here, but we can talk on that a little in another video. Like as a as a structural engineer, as a black structural engineer from a black university, that is what you feel. That's what I felt the very first time I went on the site. Mm. And every time after that for a while until I was like, no, they work for you, bruh. They work for you. Like every time I went to a site, it was a good old boy at the site who was basically like, they use little keywords to kind of like get at you like boss and, and stuff like that. Mm. Um, big, uh, big guy and stuff like, like little mm -hmm. condescending, like whatever is. But, um, my point was that. You're there as the structural engineer. They're there as a contractor or a subcontractor on the project, meaning that they're only providing one thing. You design what they're working on. Mm -hmm. And when you're there, they don't know who you are and what you're there to do. All they see is that you're black. Mm. All they see is that you look like you could be my grandson. That's all they see. A young black man. A young mm -hmm. black man is all they see. And from their perspective... They're like, can I help you? And I'm like, no, how are you helping me? Look at these drawings. Tell me if you're doing this correctly because I don't think you're doing this correctly. And then they're ready to jump on you to tell you that you're not. And they're ready to go ahead and try to, you know, take away from what you already know to tell you that maybe you don't know what you're talking about or whatever. But anyway, Wakanda, we're going to see what Wakanda gets into. Calm me down. Calm me down. <laughs> 12, 12 plus years in the game I'm, that's nothing new to me now I'm, I'm in a beautiful place now where we're getting much more melanin into the um, industry um, so this video isn't about that but we do want to close this video out with ratings <laughs> because I know this is going to be something of quick discussion so I give the movie a 10
I give the movie an eight, and I will I will go higher than an eight, but slightly higher than an eight. Because I, I, an eight, an eight isn't a great movie. An eight is a good movie. I think it's this movie 80. was it's a, a B minus. I think it was an eight point five. I give it an eight point five as a experience. And as a movie, a superhero movie. As a superhero movie, I give it an eight and a half to nine. As a superhero movie, as a movie in general, I give it an eight. And, and I, again, I go back to because you gave it a perfect score, but for me, some of the the superhero part of it took away from it it being a perfect movie to me. And it was a superhero movie. Like for example, horror movies don't get great reviews. Because horror movies are very um, dark, not dark, but they're very predictable in some aspects. And it's like, oh, okay, so you're doing the slasher thing again. Like a, a lot of this was like they were reaching in order to make it fit a timeline of some sort. And every review that I saw says that it fits perfectly within the Marvel timeline, et cetera, et cetera. That's fine, but again, I thought the Killmonger portion of it was good but I thought that how they brought him in the story didn't exactly fit the story part of it like like he he didn't know anything about Wakanda before he saw a ship his father had books he learned everything from the books but his father did tell him stories about sunrises in Wakanda but he obviously also told him about the Black Panther and it was just like, oh, the claws were obviously Black Panther claws. Like, how do you know that they were Black Panther claws? What other claws? He knew there wasn't no real jungle cats they rolling around roaches. Oakland. They could have had roaches. Could have been roach claws. And the, <sighs> uh, the, uh, <laughs> no, there were, there, I didn't think that the movie, like, okay, the, the battle for, not the battle, but the, the, the competition mm-hmm. for who's going to be king. Okay. One, we knew, I knew, when there was two battles in the same movie, that he was not going to win both, right? Okay. So we already knew that was going to happen. The second one was going to be an L. And then, with the second one being an L, there's only two ways you can be an L, right? He had to tap out or he had to die, mm-hmm. right? So we knew he wasn't going to tap out. And we knew he wasn't going to die. And we knew because, he wasn't going to die because he's a part of the storyline. Right. He's part of the franchise. Like, he right. continues. Right. So we knew it was going to happen then. So my my thoughts is because it's a part of a timeline and because it's a part of a comic, like, we already kind of know what's happening. We kind of see where it's going and we got the rest of the story the part that we're appreciating in the meantime is all the melanin. We're appreciating all of everything that's happening. We're appreciating this black gold. We're appreciating the costume design. We're appreciating the blackness of it. The The blackness of it. The the influences that it's pulling from the different tribes in Africa, from uh, the different African designers and African American designers we're appreciating the music we're appreciating the timing we're appreciating the direction blackness we're appreciating it was a two and a half it was like two hours and ten two hours and fifteen minute movie right 
So like for the first half of the movie, you was legit in suspense. Oh, what's going to happen? What's going on? Blah blah blah. What's going on? Like this is black. And at the same time, you were taking in that part, the part you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Like you were taking in all this black excellence, and at the same time, you were taking in all this general excellence. And then you were taking in all this superhero excellence. And then the storyline was working. Because you saw what it was building to. But once it hit that climax, you already saw, before the climax, you saw what it was building up to. And you already knew where it was going. So it was like, you still have that same black excellence and that same excellence, that same costume, the same all this great stuff in the second half of the movie. But nothing else about the rest of the movie is a shock to you. Well... Let me tell you, say this. I watch a lot of period pieces or movies about history, right? Right. So I know, That's the, a good point. I know the story. I know that Marie Antoinette's head is going to get cut off. Abraham Lincoln finna get shot. Like, I, I know these things are happening. Um, and I've seen multiple movies of the same story, right? right. Or read, And read books about it or whatever. I'm just intrigued by that type of thing. So, for me, it's not so much the storyline, and I could care less about the storyline, really, because I'm not in, invested in Marvel right. um, stories or how it's all interconnected. And that old, the person who created Marvel, he's in every scene, he's in uh, every movie that's ever Stan made. Stan Lee. Yeah, Stan Lee. I didn't know who he was. Okay. It, 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 I didn't even look for, I wasn't looking for him. He was there. It didn't phase me one bit, right? But <laughs> the whole point I'm trying to make is, you know the story, but it's how it's delivered. It's how it's executed. It's how it hits you, right? Because... You like, got a point. Like, you got a point. You like, got a point. Like the Bible. You read the Bible. You don't have a point anymore. <laughs> Stop, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> you read the Bible, right? And you know the story. You know what happens. But when, But it's how you read it. It's... Who's t- t- delivering the message? It's what you're going through in your life at the moment. It's 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 how it's hitting you when you hear the same story that makes the impact, and it's who's telling the story amen. that that makes. Amen, brother. So like, so, <laughs> so the time that we're in right now as black people, right, and the the um, advancements in. How we're moving in the cinematography area. It's not me. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> One fish, two fish. Red fish, blue fish. Nick, knack, patty whack. Give it up for you. You you got on it just now. It was like, <laughs> so- it's about this black pilot. It's about this black excellence. Like, no, I agree with you. So I agree with you. So no, I agree with you 100%. It's all of that coming out now at a time it's where 100%. it's like... 100%. Like, if you can deliver something that you already know is coming and it's still awesome and there's still nothing you can complain about about how you're seeing it, it deserves your standing over And it's no, it's no other people playing black characters and how, sto- how our story's been told, our historic story's been told, and our, you know, over time, it ain't even us playing it, but it's all us. I'll say it's this. Us. I'll say this about me. So, if you've listened to any podcast I've ever been on, I'm I don't dig my heels in the sand on my reviews. I don't dig my heels in the sand on my opinions. I can be persuaded by conversation or whatever. So for me, and that may not be a good thing, but I said it was an eight. I said eight and a half sounds about right. 
But on everything you're talking about, as far as the other qualities of a movie, because we all knew it had a story to tell, and we knew what would happen in the story, and it's about how they delivered the rest of that story, and how it portrayed it, and did you still feel like you was in too long of a movie? Like, do you think that it was still delivered perfectly? Yes, I do think it was. So in my opinion, it may be a nine, nine and a half movie. It can't be a ten. It can't be a 10. It can't be a 10. I don't know that it's a nine and a half. In my opinion, it's a nine. It's, it's somewhere well, between an eight and a half and a nine. I haven't been this excited or invested in a movie. Um, and that's big because you don't. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. So, I like movies, but this was. What's y'all ratings great. on a movie? Put it in the comments below. Or you can email us at to the cube podcast at gmail.com. Tell us the theories that you guys got from the movies. Because some people say there was four. Some people say there was five, six, seven, eight. A lot of people said it was like up to 20 different mm-hmm. um, messages, messages or and hidden like messages things and stuff. that they got. The common thing some people were saying was like, oh, people invite, like, this is personal conversation between black folk that we inviting others in. Like, they're getting pieces of what we talk about at the cookout everybody don't get invites to the cookout two there's a there's a um something that may or may not have been talked about i'm sure in some circles no i'm just saying from a point of view of how this movie can be translated to other cultures is the something that we touched touched on like you being a foreigner coming in or the fact that you go to other countries, like you might be in a third world country, right? And you go to get better education, right? You go to America. Um, I'm part Caribbean or my, my uh, heritage is from the Caribbean or through the Caribbean. So a lot of people in the Caribbean come. I'm part Yardi. Okay. Um, so <laughs> come from the Caribbean to go to U.S. schools to get educated. And the hope is that they go back to um their perspective perspective respective respective islands yes um to bring back the knowledge that they've gained to better the systems to better the systems and um and grow the economy and uk he went to oxford i think yeah um but that's the hope and so in the movie, Chala is an immigrant in in a sense, born in Wakanda, educated overseas, going back now to reign, rule, and implement knowledge, immigrant. his knowledge. So, immigrant, an immigrant, in the sense that he went elsewhere to the be UK educated. considered yes. him an immigrant, right? Okay. Um. So there's that element as well, um, but a lot of times, you know, our People from their different islands or nations don't go back because don't they go don't back want to, to be their the countries. Don't go back to their countries because one, it's a lot of work to be the one to build that infrastructure and educate everyone and turn the minds of the hardened people who want to stay in the mountains, who want to stay in their their way of doing things. Um, Talk about it, boo. So. They stay where there's opportunity and ability to thrive, and they might forget about uh, their people in Wakanda. But that wasn't the case in this movie. But that's also some 
some things that it brought out for me. Write that down, bro. <laughs> we should definitely touch on that on another video. Um, but yes, that is our synopsis. Long, no. long hand synopsis on the Black Panther. And that is what we thought of the movie during the movie. But if any of you guys have any thoughts on the theories of what happened in the movie, or um, we will definitely touch on some of these at another point. Um, let the movie breathe a little bit. Yeah. We, <laughs> we actually may go see it again. Um, and I don't think we've... We will. I don't think we've ever said that about a movie. Never. I want to. See, I want to see Game Night, but <laughs> I also want to see Black Panther again. Um, and that's a two plus hour movie. To say that you're gonna see it again, because mm -hmm. a lot of times you feel the two plus hour movies. I didn't feel that. You couldn't yet. feel it in this movie because it was just hitting you. And I, I made a quote on my Facebook page that I thought that if if they did not a reboot, but if the original Harlem Nights came out again in this era. It would have killed. Harlem Nights was... We say this was the blackest movie ever. <laughs> this was the blackest movie ever from an aspect of it being African and it, it being a superhero movie. And that said a lot too because Harlem superhero Nights. powers and all that kind of stuff has always been reserved or generally reserved for the others. Yes. But to see ourselves in a position of power and influence and... Um, uh, just um, thriving in this in this world and doing good with the the heart to do good. Um, what's the greatest? Beautiful. What's I'm sorry. What's the greatest black movie that you guys have seen? And it can be anybody answering this question. You can be white. You can be black. You can be of any race. What's the greatest movie that had predominantly black people in it? that you saw that had the same feeling of positivity and positivity towards one's culture and, and basically capturing a culture and a people um, during an era. Like, this one didn't necessarily capture a people during the era. It was a make-believe place in Wakanda, but it, it had all different types of tribes in Africa that was in It was so in real. It. it felt like it, it felt was... felt like it was a timepiece. Yeah, like this would... Like Wakanda was uh, pre-colonization, or if colonization had never... Was never a thing. But what's another movie for you guys that made you feel like that race that was mostly involved in that movie was so cool like there's white movies like that I, I can't think of it at the moment but there were white movies like that where i mean let's let's be real most movies are white movies yeah but there were movies where we saw it was like oh they were so cool like 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 um tom cruise movie when he was flying at the jets what was that shit called um what was it thing called Top Gun? Yeah, like Top Gun. I'm sure some people were just like, that. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Some people was like, oh, I want to be Tom Cruise, this, 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 this. Like, Harlem Nights had that same feel for me because it had all comedians. And I was movie. about to say, it was a comedic Kid movie. and Play. It was like... House Party had that feeling for me, but that was more of a, kind of a sillier thing than Harlem Nights. But you're a comedy guy, so... I'm a comedy guy. So, my point is, what is what, is, what do you guys think your opinions on a movie that game gave the same kind of feel what could compete with um this movie 
from an aspect of, of being whatever race excellence. Um, the greatest Asian movie of all time. The greatest black movie of all time. I wouldn't say of all. I feel like movies that are groundbreaking. Okay. Um, have that same feel to me. Like something like a... Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? No, that was just action for the sake of action, I felt. But something like a bandit like Beck? Beck not Beckham, but the the Indian girl version where she wanted to I think I think that's what it was called. Bend them like Beckham. Bend it like Beckham. But it I think it had like a Bengali twist to it. Basically she wanted to play she soccer. Was Indian. Okay, that's what it was. Okay, yeah, maybe it was. <laughs> I don't know. I watch a lot of movies that have like that type of twist to it, where it's like they're the first in their gener- uh first in their family, or first girl to do but something. But Indian people wouldn't give you that movie. I'm not saying that they would, babe. Right. I'm just saying like movies that have that type of I'm the first, or I'm gonna break ground, or you can't tell me that I can't type movie. Um, that. Uh, you can't restrict me because of my color and because of my gender. Those type of movies always move me and will make me feel like it's great. So I love to watch like international movies. Um, I don't know where else I'm going with this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but yeah, yeah. I always like to get something from the movie to to that you can connect with because it's their story, but you feel you can connect to it and be like, yeah, I'm not going to let nobody. But usually it's the people, usually it's the people who relate to it, who feel the most pride in it. Like I can't imagine a white person watching black Panther and feeling the same thing that we felt. I I don't, I I don't think they would feel exactly like it, but I think they can, I think they can appreciate the the movie. They can appreciate the messaging because they know the hair, their like history. Well, I'm not, I'm not even going down that road. I'm not going down that road. I'm not trying to say that they wouldn't appreciate any of that. I'm trying to say they appreciate the movie as a superhero movie with a message like most superhero movies have. I'm not saying that they don't. What I'm saying is because I'm asking a racial movie question, like what, what movie for other races made them feel the same way about their races we may feel about Black Panther? You know what I'm saying? Like, what movie to Asians was like, this is I our understand movie. your question. What movie to. But I'm also saying that it's not. I don't think Black Panther is just a black thing. Black Panther was just a good movie. I understand that. But, I'm, but we felt something different from the movie. Because it felt like our story, what our story could have been. Correct. So I'm asking the question to different races who may be watching, what movies sang, what movies reached out mm-hmm. to them in that manner? Not just from the standpoint of, because I'm asking so that it's in our comments so that I can actually look at it to see what kind of culture you're taking in by looking at these videos. Mm-hmm. So I'm not just trying to make Black Panther just a black movie. I'm not trying to make Black Panther just a black movie. What I'm trying to say is that I just want to know what you guys feel about other stuff. Okay. So, yeah. Um, But that is our Black Panther review. Um, That is also episode four of 2 to Q. 
and we hope you guys are following. Um, four and a half will come next week. Uh, if you're following on YouTube, we are going to give you a couple of gems in between episodes. It won't be the 4.5, but it we're going to play a game. Um, <laughs> hey. Today we're going to play a game, and hopefully it doesn't get too racy, but it's from this. Mentally There's... stimulate me. Uh, this is the grown and sexy version. Yeah, because somebody has our original version. But Christine doesn't know the questions I'm going to ask her, so it won't be the next video in this queue, but it will be the next video on our channel. So stay tuned, guys. We're going to keep feeding you content of some sort. It doesn't we have a lot of things on the queue that we did not get to. Um, Don't read it. Well, I'm not going to, so. but <laughs> these are things that are on the queue that we'll pull from from time to time. You know, she, next episode. She just can't help snitching. <laughs> like, it's just a I'm just of... tying in our title. Oh, my. All know? right. We appreciate you guys. Appreciate you listening, everyone. Yeah. And Thanks we'll for see you next back. time on the queue. Deuces.